Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Burna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Jesse Kelly show. Let's have some fun on a Monday and it is a medal of honor Monday coming up one hour from now. This may be, this may be the best audio show ever or worst. I don't know. Depends on how you want to look at it. We have some audio that's, it's not good. It's really not good. We have some seriously evil people in charge. We have Brandon Darby coming up an hour and a half from now. He is the Breitbart guy who knows everything there is about cartels and the border. This is the guy who snuck into Mexico in the trunk of a car because the cartels wanted to assassinate him. When I tell you this will be cool, it'll be cool. That's about an hour and a half from now. We're going to have a blast. We're going to get to emails. I'm in such a good mood. We may even take phone calls later. I don't know. Don't bother calling yet. But before we get to that, there was a moment that hit me over the weekend Because there was a White House Correspondents' Dinner. And I'm sure you've heard all about it by now, in case you don't know what that is. The White House Correspondents' Dinner is all the members of the press 
showing up to a big dinner. There's normally a comedian of some kind who headlines the event. He emcees the event and the president shows up and it's almost all the disgusting DC press. There are a few people you'd consider to be on the right there, but for the most part, all the communist journalists and all the communist politicians show up and they sit around a table and they congratulate each other on how smart and wonderful and powerful they are. And Trevor Noah cracked a joke you've heard. He was the MC. He cracked a joke. I'm sure you've already heard this, but he, this was the joke he cracked. And I think ever since you've come into office, things are really looking up. You know, gas is up, rent is up, food is up. And the video's going around online. When Trevor Noah made that joke, Joe Biden was laughing. <laughs> Hilarious. And I thought about that. And then I thought about this because I saw this today. I heard both of these things today. The first one is Jen Psaki being asked about Joe Biden at that White House correspondence dinner, not wearing a mask. Said he was going to wear a mask, didn't wear a mask. You had said that the president would likely be wearing a mask on Saturday while he wasn't speaking. Yeah. We didn't see him wearing one. What changed? Was there guidance from the president's physician? I would say we made decisions based on consultations with the president's physician, which I know I noted as well. He was wearing a mask um, for portions of the behind-the-scenes uh, visit to uh, the White House Correspondents' Dinner on Saturday evening, and uh, a determination was made that he did not need to do that while he was on stage. Mm, of course. You know, coronavirus, it, it only... Tr- it only- it only spreads behind the scenes, right? When you're out there, it doesn't spread anymore. And then, you probably haven't even heard this. I heard this today. This is New York City Mayor Eric Adams. A federal judge has ruled that Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, they can't require masks on airplanes and other transport. You think it's a mistake to not require masks on, on planes, on trains, and in high traffic areas? Yes, I think it's a huge mistake not to require we're still requiring it in our subway system and on our buses. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very important. I mean, the masks are very important. Why does this keep happening? Why has this been happening for two years? Call it hypocrisy. Call it whatever you want. Why? I mean, Joe Biden is pictured all the time without wearing a mask. And then he'll finally put a mask on and you can't hear what he says because you can't hear what he says anyways with or without the mask on. Eric Adams, guys like that. You can't, you can't open up the New York Post without seeing Eric Adams. He's out at a new club. Oh, he's at the Met Gala. Oh, it's oh, sweet. No mask on ever. I, I actually don't think I've ever seen the man with a mask on. But you have to wear a mask. And no, we're not going to do the normal thing where we say hypocrisy. Stop with that. They're not hypocrites. Remember, not in their minds. They, they believe they should live in a second set of rules because they're the priest class. You're just the peasants. You have to do what you're told. But the truth is, it's actually more than that. And it has way more to do than, it has way more than, there's more to it than just coronavirus. The truth is this. We are dealing with people who do think that you are low. You are nothing. You're a burden. You clinging to your freedoms is a burden. You cling to your family values. They scoff at these things. You, you, you go to church. Oh, how backwards. We have science now. And I know that makes them sound like Star Wars villains. But you are dealing with Star Wars villains. You are. And it's hard to accept that. Because if you accept that, there's so much that comes with it. 
But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna churn through a couple things here, and this is gonna sound like a lot. Just stay with me. There are so many different aspects to this, but we have to wake up and realize we're dealing with monsters. First and foremost, listen to this. That's the University of Buffalo. Vicious little communist monsters as they run a, a speaker. Alan West is his name, a friend of mine, as they run him off of campus. Okay, there's that. But wait, there's more. Stay with me a moment. This is a guy on NBC. On the, NBC's the biggest network in the country. Listen to this. I mean, it's easy in American discourse to talk simplistically about the far left and the far right as two equally dangerous fringe blocks. Elon Musk has done it plenty of times just in the past week. But here's the difference. America's far left wants to give us free health care and free child care. America's far right wants to give us white supremacy and no democracy. White supremacy and no democracy. Hold on. Stay with me. Stay with me. Then I have this clip. It's a little long. The audio, in my opinion, isn't the best, but I want you to listen to this and listen very well. This is Bill Gates, the billionaire founder of Microsoft, who somehow is a virus and vaccine expert as well. And, well, just listen to what he has to say. An outbreak's detected very quickly, literally within days. Uh, doctors are dispatched. Uh, they have a helicopter to get into exactly ground zero. Uh, they go in there and they, they've got the right tools. And this is what should happen when an outbreak is spotted. But we don't have that team. We don't have those resources. And if, if an outbreak took place in a low-income country, it could be literally months before we started to orchestrate those resources. So despite what you see in movies, there is no group of experts standing by to prevent this disaster. So we have to create a new team. I believe we should create what I call the GERM team. Uh, GERM stands for Global Epidemic Response and Mobilization. This group is full-time. Their only priority is pandemic prevention. The cost of this team is significant. It's over a billion a year uh, to support the 3,000 people who would be on this team. And its mission is to stop outbreaks before they become pandemics. How do you stop outbreaks before they become pandemics? Do you know? Do you ever heard of Venice? I'm sure you've probably heard of Venice. Uh, fascinating place. I've never been there myself, but I find the whole city on a water thing to be fascinating. You've probably seen Venice in the movies, some couple smoochy smooching in a boat while some Frenchman in his weird Frenchman hat is doing the rowing or whatever they do in those weird boats. What, Chris? Yeah, I have like to, I know it's in Italy, but I like to imagine he's French, Chris. Okay, that's a French hat. Anyway, don't interrupt me when I'm making a point. Well, they had various plagues. Do you know what they did during one plague to prevent it spreading? How do you prevent a pandemic? What's that mean, prevent a pandemic? You know what they did? They took every sick person and they threw them in a house and they boarded up the windows and doors and let them all die of starvation. Understand what you're seeing right now globally. Globally. This is way beyond your city, way beyond your state, your country. There is something global happening right now. And what you're seeing is a separation of the elites from the working class. These people despise you. They despise you. I actually have an email asking about this. I'll get to it in just a second. How this happened. Why this happened. 
Look, this took it took time to get here. Why? Why is Joe Biden never in a mask but said he was going to wear a mask, says you should wear a mask, wear a mask on a plane, but he's not wearing a mask. Why does Eric Adams say you better wear a mask on a subway, but Eric Adams, I've never seen him in a mask, never one time. Why does this keep happening? Why does Bill Gates want a global pandemic response team? Why are they still calling you white supremacists? Why, and you really better pay attention to this, are they spying on American citizens, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, at an alarming rate, 3.4 million Americans in the course of a year? Why are they doing that and calling it some kind of anti-Russia operation? Oh, we're going to have a little talk about that, and we're going to get to emails. We're going to get to this good news when it comes to corporate America, Medal of Honor Monday. All that is coming up tonight on The Jesse Kelly Show. Hang on. I've got an animal inside of me. This is Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. Oh, and it feels so good to be back here. It feel, Well, I mean, it's only been two days, but it feels like a long time. <laughs> did you hear, before we get to everything else, did you hear Bill Clinton went and had lunch today with Joe Biden at the White House? I mean, I have a good idea who Bill wanted to be there. <laughs> what, Chris? We can make jokes. It's fine. Oh, and I also got in trouble. I mean, not with not with not with Premier and not with the first, but I'll explain to that. You know what? Give me give me ten minutes and I'll explain why I got in trouble. I don't care. You can guess how much I care. But back to what I was talking about. I know we're bouncing all over the place tonight, but we have to pay attention right now. The word just came out that the FBI did a drastic increase in warrantless searches of Americans over the last year since Joe Biden took over. Three point four million Americans have been spied on without a warrant by the FBI. They have collected your data. And when people find out about this, they freaked. And they said, whoa, uh, what what are you doing? And the FBI said, oh, no, 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 no. This is, we're just worried about Russian hackers. We're worried about Russian interference. We're worried about Russian stuff. How many times have you heard in the last, shoot, five, six years how many times have you heard Republicans labeled as Russian stooges or Russian agents by the left? How many times? You remember when we, we've played that montage for you before about the Hunter Biden laptop, as a matter of fact. What happened? What happened when Hunter Biden laptop, when his, his laptop was discovered and had all this damaging stuff on there? And it made Joe Biden look terrible and it was almost election time. What happened? What did they call it? We've played a montage for you a thousand times. They all called it Russian dis- disinformation. Russia. It was Russia. It was Russians. What do they say? What do they say? Let's do a little longer rewind. Stay with me for a second. What they say, if you go back a little further about Donald Trump. Oh, Russian agent. Russian collusion. How many times did you hear the words Russian collusion? We need a special counsel. Russia. The Russian collusion. He met with Russia. That's what Moscow wants. Do you understand what's happening? They're doing the same thing the communists have always, always, always done. They're making you an enemy of the state 
so they can justify using the state's enforcement arm against their political opponents, against you. All, all the communists do this all the time. Remember, remember Stalin? Stalin would bounce around. It was the Poles. It was the Ukrainians. It was Stalin would just find new people the second he ran out of people to kill. The second he was done, he'd go, oh, you know what? Those Poles, they're, they're Western agents. They're, they've been infiltrated by America's CIA. Round up the Poles. Kill all them. They're making you an enemy of the state for a reason. Remember Mao? Remember Mao's cultural revolution? You may not know what that is. Let me do just a very, very brief explainer. Mao had already taken over China. He had already been the communist dictator there for uh, about 16, 17 years, if I remember right. And then Mao was kind of losing a little power as the main dictator. And Mao had an idea. He wanted total power. He didn't want anyone who could even compete with him for power. Didn't want any checks on his power. So he whipped up a cultural revolution where his own countrymen were labeled enemies of the state. And he mobilized the Red Guard, which were a bunch of college and high school kids. Not that our college and high school kids could ever prove prove to be vicious like that. Yeah, it's the University of Buffalo. Anyway, he whipped up a uh, a frenzy with the college kids. And they went around beating their teachers to death with bats and tearing up graves and crucifying the Buddhist monks and burning down the temples. Telling people, finding a way to tell people that their own countrymen are dangerous enemies of the state. Dangerous enemies of the state who are against democracy and making them enemies of the state in the eyes of the federal enforcement arm. This is Communism 101. How many times have you heard somebody in just the past few weeks say something about saving democracy? We have to save democracy. Here's Randy Weingarten, head of the teachers union, said if you're not telling your kindergartner about gay stuff, you don't want to save democracy. We have to let gay kids and gay teachers, frankly, we have to let everyone Talk about their lived experience. That's part of how you build relationships. That's part of how you unite people. That's part of how you save a democracy. That's part of how you save a democracy? If you're not force-feeding LGBTQ Air Force stuff on first graders, you're against saving democracy? Are you seeing where it's going? Are you seeing where it's going? Listen, listen. I'm going to play this one for you again. This is NBC contributor. I'm going to let him finish right now. Listen to what they're calling you. The same thing they've been calling you. Why do you think they're so adamant you be labeled a Nazi? I mean, it's easy in American discourse to talk simplistically about the far left and the far right as two equally dangerous fringe blocks. Elon Musk has done it plenty of times just in the past week. But here's the difference. America's far left wants to give us free health care and free child care. America's far right wants to give us white supremacy and no democracy. And this asymmetrical polarization of U.S. politics would be laughable if it weren't so horrifying. We are living through an unspeakably dangerous moment. The pro-QAnon, pro-neo-Nazi faction of the Republican Party is poised to expand dramatically come the midterms. Pro-neo-Nazi faction? That's not an accident they've chosen the worst people in history and they've decided that's what you are. Understand that is on purpose. 
That is so they can motivate their people, including their people at the FBI, that's so they can motivate them into believing you are a neo-Nazi. And look, what can't you do morally to a neo-Nazi? Are there limits on what your conscience would allow you to do to a neo-Nazi? If you had a, a, neo, a Nazi camp guard, he was, a, he was a guard at Auschwitz, and you had him standing in front of you right now, and maybe somebody gave you a gun, maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't, but how hard would it be to get you to shoot a neo-Nazi camp guard? What's worse, right? What could be worse? And yet... They've labeled you that for five years now, at least. We have to wake up and realize what's going on right now. It is important. These people are completely disconnected, and they're trying to be disconnected. All right. We still have Brandon Darby coming up from hour, an hour from now. Medal of Honor Monday, a half hour from now. Hang on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! 
and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Jesse Kelly here with a message that's about safety. When it comes to protecting your loved ones, it's not just about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Picture this. A situation arises where you or your loved ones are threatened. Instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means means immediately. What if there was a way to effectively defend yourself and de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. We don't always need to go to DEFCON 1. We just need protection to confidently ensure we can defuse the situation and drive the threat away immediately. Berna is legal in all 50 states requires no background checks and can be shipped right to your door. Berna is proudly American manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A.com slash Jesse. Chris, I think I should sing along. Turn it back up. I think I should sing. Why? Please. I can. Chris, I feel like I'm a better singer than you give me credit for. <laughs> it is the Jesse Kelly show. Gosh, I tell you. Look, what else are we gonna do but laugh? Did you hear? Did you hear Samantha Power? I, all right. Maybe you don't know who Samantha Power is. What you need to know is this is a Biden official. This is not some uh, gross-looking hippie with dreadlocks sitting on the street corner who hasn't showered in ten weeks. This person has power. Dang it. I wish I hadn't. That Pardon the pun. Her name's Samantha Power, and she has power. What, Chris? You know what? Forget you. I can play the bar whenever I want. All right. This lady has power. Listen to this human being. Now, remember, remember something. The fertilizer shortage is not something people talk about a lot because it's boring. It's not sexy at all. Fertilizer shortage? Who cares? But there's a big one. It's very likely going to result in some people somewhere, hopefully not America, but people somewhere starving to death. We're talking about people starving to death. Would you like to know how concerned Biden is about it? Fertilizer shortages are real now because Russia is a big exporter of fertilizer. And even though fertilizer is not sanctioned, uh, less fertilizer is coming out of Russia as a result. We're working with countries to think about natural solutions like manure and compost. And this may hasten transitions that would have been in the interest of farmers to make eventually anyway. So never let a crisis go to waste, but we really do need this financial support. Uh Never let a crisis go to waste? These people are daggone monsters. Oh, oh, speaking of which, a couple more things I saw over the weekend because we're going to actually get to some good news. Good news when it comes to corporate America. But hang on a sec. Before we get to that, I I saw two things over the weekend. One, I saw the looting of a Walgreens in San Francisco. And when I say the looting of a Walgreens, this is what's happening right now. These major companies like Walgreens, they're shutting down their stores in San Francisco because San Francisco won't prosecute these crimes anymore. And the cops aren't allowed to stop lots of these crimes. So these group of hoodlums will just walk into San Francisco and empty the shelves out in shopping carts. They'll bring shopping carts in and fill up a shopping cart and they'll walk out. And I saw a picture 
of one that had glassed in everything. I'm talking the Doritos were behind locked glass, so they couldn't do it. What, Chris? That's a big deal, the Doritos. Anyway, and then I saw this. New York City enters high coronavirus risk level as case numbers rise. The city moved into medium risk level known as yellow as it sees troubling increase in the cases and the mayor weighs bringing back some restrictions. And those two things may may sound separate, but they're not. The truth is this. I, I want America's cities to return. You can be anti-city. Maybe you're sitting here listening to my voice in the burbs somewhere, and maybe you never go into the city. Oh, there's too much crime. There's, uh, it's too noisy. It's too expensive. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I totally get anti-city people. I get them all the way. I love the city. I love the country. I love the burbs. I, I, I take joy in all of it. I like hiking up the mountains. I like going hunting in the mountains. I like going fishing at a quiet river. And I like walking in downtown Manhattan with everybody screaming at everyone else and honking horns and it smells and there's trash on the sidewalk. I think it's all awesome. I think it's all part of the experience. But America's cities turning into COVID-restricted, crime-ridden, uninhabitable wastelands is a big thing. It's a big thing. Because, look, cities, even if if you're a city hater, that's fine. I get it. Even if you're a city hater, cities are part of what a nation is known for. They're part of of how people picture a country. And now let me explain because it's going to be offensive to some. I don't care. I don't care if you're offended because it's true. In uh, Mongolia, Mongolia right now, there's a family planning a trip to America. They've thought about a trip to America. Want to check out America. You know, people around the world want to check out America, right? When they picture America, what do they picture? Do they picture the mountain streams of the Rockies? And I remember, I love the mountain streams of the Rockies. I grew up there. I'm not insulting them. Do they picture the mountain streams of the Rockies? Or do they picture the Empire State Building? Do they picture the Statue of Liberty? Do they picture Times Square? Look, I brought up San Francisco. Let's go. Let's let's cross the coast. Do they picture the Golden Gate Bridge? The cities are how people in other countries identify your country. And right now, our cities, it's not that they're in a bad place. They are in a bad place. It's that they're going down fast. And there's not even a, a small sign that that is going to reverse itself. Remember, we just had elections across the country. Democrats swept them again. Uh, uh, Eric Adams is wrecking New York. Uh, Eric Adams just got elected. That's what New York wants. A federal judge has ruled that Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, they can't require masks on airplanes and other transport. You think it's a mistake to not require masks on, on planes, on trains, and in high traffic areas? Yes, I think it's a huge mistake not to require it. We're still requiring it in our subway system and on our buses. So let me see if I understand this right. When it comes to America's cities now, if I choose to leave the burbs of Houston, I'm going to head on up to New York, maybe hang with uh, the great WOR crowd up there in New York for a while. Me and Tom Cuddy are going to go out to dinner, head a WOR. I have to worry about uh, somebody peeing on me. I have to step over somebody shooting up heroin on the sidewalk. Uh, last time I was there, as I've described to you, 
Uh, one of the gentlemen on the sidewalk had not one, but both of his hands down the front of his pants, and I think I'll leave the rest of that one alone. I Once I get to the restaurant, I probably am going to have to have a mask on soon as the COVID risk gets up, and I may have to try to pull out some sort of vaccine passport, which I can't even do because I'm unvaccinated. So I then have to turn and say, sorry, Tom, uh, psh, how's takeout sound? Why would I go? And if that's me... What's the family in Mongolia saying? And the crime, the headlines, the shootings, the stabbings, even if you're the most anti-city person in the world, if you're the most anti-city person in the world, that's fine. I get hating the city. I don't, but I totally get people who do. It is bad for the United States of America that our cities are a disaster. It is. But hey, look. The truth is this. You know, freedom is not free. <laughs> what, Chris? You didn't see that coming. <laughs> All right. All right. Hold on. I have to play this, too, because he's just, I've said it before, he's the most embarrassing politician in the country. And that's saying a lot because politicians, by their very nature, are embarrassing. Here's New York's Chuck Schumer. For over a year, one of my top priorities as majority leader has been urging President Biden to cancel $50,000 in student debt for each student loan borrower. Right now, as discussions continue within the administration about the future of student debt, I again call on the president to take action, which he can do on his own, and hit the financial reset button for millions and millions of Americans. That's actually outstanding news. You know why? Well, it's not because we're... we're need to be paying off people's useless college degrees if you went to college and got a gender studies degree and now you're $50,000 in debt. That's your problem, idiot. That's actually great news because there's only one reason you would be bringing up just canceling student loan debt at this point in time. These people think they're about to be massacred at the polls in the midterms. This is one gigantic effort to buy votes. It's nothing else. It's just a big vote-buying effort. All right. Remember, you can email the show your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday. Email those to jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Now, we just talked a lot about crime. Let me ask you something. If you're walking out to your car this evening and a gentleman with bad intentions approaches you, what are you going to do about it? Scream? Call the cops real fast. Hope they get there in time. You're going to lay down and die? Or do you have the ability to defend yourself? Go get a hero gun. Look, maybe you're an anti-gun person. That's fine. That's fine. No judgment here. It's a non-lethal gun. So don't even think about it like a gun. It shoots these pepper balls 100 miles per hour. When they hit, it hurts. And believe me, that's as good as it's going to get for a while because then they explode and they engulf you in a chemical pepper cloud. It will bring people down. Does not require a concealed carry permit. It has a laser sight on it. Anyone can use it. Get one for yourself, your husband, your mom, your daughter you sent off to college. Go to Hero2020.com and use the code JESSE because that gets you a special discount. Hero2020.com code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. I am excited, and I know you are. We are what? Like 
10 minutes away from Medal of Honor Monday. For you new listeners, every single Monday, we take a Medal of Honor citation. We read it. We talk about it. Usually do a little history around it. That's always a good time. Do you hear Mayorkas? He explained what this disinformation governance board is going to be. The disinformation governance board. You unveiled that uh, this week. Republicans are calling it Orwellian. Can you clarify what exactly is this? What exactly will this disinformation governance board do? Will it monitor American citizens? Dan, I'm very pleased to do so. It, it, it's clear. I mean, th- those criticisms are precisely the opposite of what this small working group within the Department of Homeland Security. One, the, 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 this, I'm, I'm, let him keep going. Look, I don't know why you're so worried. It's just a small working group. Just a a small working group within the Department of Homeland Security. Anyway, he continues. Uh, Will do. And um, I think we probably could have done a better job of communicating what it does and does not do. So The, the fact is that disinformation that creates a threat to the security of the homeland is our responsibility to address. Dis- I'm going to let him keep going. It keeps going. Disinformation that creates a threat to the homeland is our responsibility to address. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you something. I want you to, we're going to do a little thought experiment. We've done this before. We're going to do it again. I want, to, I want you to pick up your phone right now. And I want you to think about all the things you've texted to your friends and texts you've received from your friends, political things in just the past week or two. Maybe emails you've sent to friends, emails you've received from friends. Maybe a private message on social media, maybe publicly on social media. And I, and I want to ask you something honestly. Do you think any of those would prompt DHS Secretary Mayorkas to consider you to be a threat to America's security. Chris, look, look, I got, I got a finger pointing at you. I got five pointing back at me, buddy. I'm looking at, oh man, yeah, that one would definitely do it. I'm looking, I'm looking at jokes. I'm looking at political discussions. Yeah, Chris brought up memes. And I, I'm not, I'm not, obviously we're laughing, but I'm not joking when I tell you these people, they do believe you are a threat to national security. And they're making dang sure the government apparatus believes you are a threat to national security. All right, I'll let him keep going. And this department has been addressing it for years, throughout the years of the prior administration and an ongoing basis. Disinformation from Russia, right. China, We know Iran. the problems, but it's still not clear to me how this governance board will act. What, what will it do? So what it does is it works to ensure. Now, pay attention here. I'm going to let him, he just said it works to ensure. She just asked him three times, three times, what is this thing? What does it do? This is finally the part where he gets, uh, I don't know if we can call it specific. This is when he finally tries to answer the question, what it will do. Now, listen, this is a 26-second information, 26-second clip for the rest of it. Listen to this 26 seconds and tell me, do you understand what it'll do? Because I've listened to it about a dozen times today. I still can't figure out what he's saying. That the way in which we address threats, the connectivity between threats and acts of violence are addressed without infringing on free speech, 
protecting civil rights and civil liberties, the right of privacy. And the board, this working group, internal working group, will draw from best practices and communicate those best practices to the operators. Chris, Michael, I have a project for you guys. Sorry, you're going to have to do it on the fly. It just occurred to me right now. I want that explanation at the end of that clip. I want you to separate that out because we're going to play that about a dozen times the rest of the show. I want to address... So what is that? Okay, hold on. Let's pause right there before we go continue. You want to address. What does that mean, address it? What, what are you talking about? I want to address it. And then best practices? Best practices for... For whom? Who are we talking about there, Alexander? Any, anything? Best practices? You see, the truth is, yeah, we're going to separate it out. I'm going to play it for you again throughout the show and whatnot. But the truth is, he got asked three times to give a specific answer of what it will do, and he still couldn't give any kind of specifics on what it will do. You know why? For the same reason communists have never been specific about what they do. You have it separated, Chris? Chris, play it again, please. This is the answer. And I want, before Chris plays it, I want you to remember. When Mao, I brought up Mao's cultural revolution earlier in the show where he slaughtered a bunch of his congressmen, or congressmen, countrymen, and he said it was to destroy the four olds. The four olds is what Mao said. I'm a, I, we're out here to destroy the four olds, to which you might reply, okay, uh, we're arming people and we're trying to go after... The four olds, what, what, what are we talking about? And the four olds were old ideas, old culture, old customs, and old habits. To which you were probably saying, okay, but what does that mean? It means whatever Mao wants it to mean. It's not specific for a reason. Listen to your new disinformation governance board and their mission. What it does is it works to ensure that the way in which we address threats, the connectivity between threats and acts of violence are addressed without infringing on free speech, protecting civil rights and civil liberties, the right of privacy. And the board, this working group, internal working group, will draw from best practices and communicate those best practices to the operators. You know what this sounds like, Chris? Get ready to play it again. This sounds like me trying to explain to the wife why I do need 10,000 more rounds of ammunition and a new weapon, and I want to upgrade the security camera system in the house. So it's like, Jesse, why do you need all this ammo and guns, and why do we need even more cameras? And this sounds like me trying to explain it. What it does is it works to ensure that the way in which we address threats, <laughs> the connectivity between threats and acts of violence are addressed without infringing on free speech, protecting civil rights and civil liberties, the right of privacy. And the board, this working group, internal working group, will draw from best practices and communicate those best practices to the operators. Yeah, it means nothing because it's supposed to mean nothing. So it can mean Whatever they want it to mean. All right, we'll, we'll keep addressing that. I still have good news when it comes to corporate world. And even better, it's Medal of Honor Monday time next, baby. Buckle up. Hang on. Free 
Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.